Nutrition is part of our world and nutrients are what our body needs. But with all the fads, gimmicks, trends, and unrealistic ideas about eating, things can be very confusing. Let's dig through the hype and adopt a way of eating that is sustainable and provides the nutrients we need without freaking out over our food. Join me if you're ready to be over the dogma that there's a right and a wrong way to eat. Here, we navigate eating healthier in the real world. Hello, and welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Rael, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. I invite you to listen to this podcast with an open mind and be willing to let go of long-standing beliefs about nutrition. I am a nutrition myth buster, helping to dispel myths and misinformation about food and nutrition. I help people have improved health, wellness, and energy without dieting. Welcome to today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. Last week I addressed antibiotics in your food. Today I'm addressing hormones in your food. So as I said last week, antibiotics in your food are probably not there. It's very, very rare to have any antibiotic residue in your food in the United States. Now, hormones on your food, that's a whole other story. So two things people often talk about when it comes to some foods. Antibiotics, as I mentioned, was in last week's episode or episode 36. And today's episode, hormones. Now, when it comes to hormones, like with antibiotics, there is a lot of misinformation. I've heard people state as fact, even though it's not, that kids are going through puberty at an earlier age now compared to past generations because of the hormones in milk. Never mind that hormones have always been in milk. Always. For eternity. People will say that chickens are pumped full of hormones, so they are bigger now than in past generations. They aren't as in they aren't pumped full of hormones, they are bigger now because of selective breeding. And then the interesting thing is on the other hand, I get people who ask me how to eat to balance my hormones. Not quite how that works, considering that we have over 50 hormones in the human body. So what are hormones? 
While most people think they do know what hormones are and can name some, I don't think people get the whole picture. Hormones are chemical messengers released in the blood to act on an organ in another part of the body. That's the science definition. So here's an example. Insulin is a hormone that tells the cells to open up and receive glucose from the blood. These cells receiving the glucose are in the liver, the muscles, and a few other sites. The glucose in the blood is ushered into the cells for immediate or later use. And then glucagon, which is another hormone, is triggered to act when our blood glucose or our blood sugar is low and it tells the cells in the liver to open up and release the glucose or the sugar into the bloodstream. Now, I just mentioned two hormones, insulin and glucagon, and I find a lot of people don't even know that, one, that insulin is a hormone, and two, that glucon even a glucagon, I should say, even exists. The human body makes more than 50 hormones. So when someone tells me that they want help with managing or balancing their hormones, I really don't even know where to begin. I want to know which ones specifically are they talking about? Because many aren't affected by our diet day to day. Insulin is affected by how and when and what we eat to a certain extent. But when I was asked once by a group, can you talk about hormone balance? I panicked because of the 50 hormones in the body. I was like, how on earth am I going to handle all this and fit all this into an hour talk? Again, because most people don't know what hormones are or how many we have. And With human hormones, humans have receptors for human hormones. Our closest relative is a pig. So in 1913, when people with type 1 diabetes used pig insulin, I should say 1913 is when this was first discovered, they used porcine insulin or pig years before scientists were able to create a synthetic form of human insulin commonly used today. So, and in most cases, hormones need to be injected into the muscle to be able to work if we need exogenous or supplemental hormones. So, eating something that has hormones in it is not really going to have effect on humans because one, we have receptors for human hormones, and two, most often, it needs to be injected. So insulin is an injection. When people need insulin shots, it's an injection, or more recently, it's administered directly into the body via a pump. A steroid, such as testosterone, is an injection. Human growth hormone is an injection if people need to have this added to their body. Women going through fertility treatments, guess what they have to do? They get shots of hormones. 
If we eat a portion of food or drink milk, whether it's cow, soy, or even almond milk, the naturally occurring hormones in that food or beverage are denatured or destroyed in the stomach because of the acid in the stomach rendering it useless as a hormone. So even if our body could accept the hormones of another animal or plant, it's most often denatured. It's, I should say, it's first denatured in the stomach. So two steps right there means it's not likely happening. Now, hormones in food. Milk has hormones, no matter what kind of milk it is. Human breast milk has a whole bunch of hormones and the nutrients the growing baby needs. Cow's milk has hormones because it's in the milk of a lactating mammal. Cow milk is the milk of a lactating mammal. Therefore, it's going to have hormones. But people who drink milk, as I said, when we drink something or consume something, it will become denatured. The hormones are denatured. The proteins in that food and hormones are a protein, are denatured or destroyed in the stomach. So that makes any hormones that are in milk ineffective in any capacity. And humans, again, we don't have receptors for hormones from cows. We just don't. Now, soy milk also has hormones. Soy beans has hormones in it. Okay, plants and animals have hormones. And because this is widely known that there's what we call phytoestrogens, phyto meaning plant, phytoestrogens in soy foods, some people are just afraid of drinking it. They are worried they will have an estrogen-like response in the body, which it's not likely. There's a rare case of gynecomastia, or what people call man boobs, that has gained widespread attention with very little of the details included when people share this story. They worry about gynecomastia, but they don't know what, where that worry comes from. And the details of this case was a person, a man, who drank three quarts of soy milk a day day. That's a fact that's not widely known. And I argue all the time that the issue here was drinking three quarts of anything, not just the soy milk. If somebody was drinking three quarts of soda, three quarts of juice, three quarts of cow's milk, three quarts of anything, I would have concerns of the extreme nature of them consuming those quantities. So when people are terrified of men shouldn't have soy milk, well, hold up. Don't be drinking three quarts. Most people don't realize that all foods have hormones, even plants. We just are not affected by them like people tend to think. As I've said, milk has hormones, but eggs also have hormones, and I don't hear people worried about that. Chickens have hormones. Turkeys and pigs have hormones. And the labels will make you think otherwise. Because milk has hormones naturally, as I've already stated, but so does soy milk and all the varieties of nut milk, because I said plants have hormones. 
Eggs have hormones in them naturally, but by law, they cannot have any added hormones. Or the hens, the hens should cannot have added hormones because you know we're not injecting eggs. So anytime you see a package of eggs that state no added hormones, for one, that's a no duh because um, by law they're not allowed to. So if you look close at the package where it says no added hormones, it also must state hormones are not used in the production of shell eggs. They're just not. So even if a package doesn't say no added hormones, guess what? No added hormones. Chickens, animals, they have hormones, but they cannot have any added hormones by law. And like with the egg label, chicken labels that state no added hormones by law must also have the disclaimer, federal regulations prohibit the use of hormones in poultry, period. So again, if you buy a package of chicken that doesn't state no added hormones, guess what? It still has no added hormones. A similar statement is also required for pork and turkey products that claim no added hormones. So this would be like buying a container of orange juice that says there's no peanuts in it. It's just dumb, but it's also marketing. Cows for beef are allowed to have added steroid hormones to help with growth and development. And this delivery method, like with hormones that humans can get, is an implant under their skin in small amounts. And there's no approved implantation steroid hormones for dairy cows, poultry, or pigs. There's just not. So the Beef cows are the only ones that would get this implant. And people who claim that chickens are pumped full of hormones need to tell me where they get those hormones from, where those chicken farmers get their hormones from, because we need to contact the authorities. It's not allowed. So as I mentioned, the beef cattle, while getting some of these steroid hormones, they don't get very much. Bottom line, you can argue that you don't want food with any hormones, but good luck in finding any food or a sustainable diet that doesn't have any hormones. You can choose a diet with foods with no added hormones, but you're probably already following one. And that's Real World Nutrition. Have a great week. Bye for now. invite you to join the Real World Nutrition Facebook group at Real World Nutrition. Sign up for my weekly email newsletter at ShellyRiel.com. Connect with me on your favorite social media sites by checking the links in the show notes. If you have a nutrition-related question you would like addressed in the podcast, post it in the Real World Nutrition Facebook group, or use the form on my website, ShellyRiel.com, and click on Contact. Thanks for listening. Bye now.